0: Good evening. I know what you're thinking. If that's not a usual theme tune. No, it isn't. This is still Happy Classics, though. I am still Denise. It is still Survivor Valley Radio and it is still eight o'clock on a Thursday night. So this is my favourite show of the year. <laughs> Every tune will either be a something Christmassy or something from the movies, telly or, or games, of which more later. Um And sometimes I've uh, cheated and done a couple of things where you're thinking, "Mm, that is Christmassy and a film, Denise. So it's mostly Christmassy. (laughs) For which, no apologies. It's only once a year. And um, for those of you that do not like the dark nights or the, uh, the long nights, of course we are now. It's the winter solstice, isn't it? So the shortest day of the year. So from tomorrow, folks, for those of you that don't like it dark, it will be starting to get a bit lighter. So that's always good news, isn't it? Anyway, that was the uh, fantastic Carol Fantasia. John Fox was conducting, no, who was not Gavin Sutherland was conducting the RTE Concert Orchestra. John Fox pulled all together. And I think I've got one or two like that in this evening because you can't get all the carols in, can you? And I think I've played one or two over the last few weeks because I do start playing the Christmas music in December. because you can't get all the carols in, can you? So you've got to do something. Anyway, um, but as I mentioned, uh, something from films, tellies and games as well as Christmassy things. And... Um, this is, uh, I've got two very short ones coming out now, so you're probably going to get far too much chatter from me this evening, but uh, this is a bit of drama now. Never watched this series, but I believe it's excellent. Um, my boys tell me not to watch it too much sex and violence. Anyway, it is the main title from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Very, very what's the word I'm looking for there evocative not that I've ever seen it but I presume it evokes all sorts of feelings and for those of you that have watched it Ramin Javadi's wonderful wonderful to do. I've never seen the show, but love the music it's all back, yeah, back to front isn't it really I don't know so um how are you getting on with your Christmas prep I do the same every year I do loads I just love Christmas and I always think I'm really well organized and then I find out to my surprise, and it happens every year, so it shouldn't be surprising at all. I do find that I'm not at all as organised and as well prepared as I thought I was. So uh, yeah, it's all been very interesting. <laughs> oh, dear, 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 dear. anyway. Um, should we crack on? Let's do the crack on. I love this one. This is a fantastic carol. I've never sung it properly. Oh, the lovely Gavin's bought me a cup of tea because he knew that I was stressed today. This will calm you down. I know you're very lovely, Gavin. He's just so he's, he's a lovely friend to have. Is Gavin? We have a lovely little chat on a Thursday when I come in and he's done his cowboy show. Anyway, where was I? Uh, da, 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 da. Yes, I was. This is this is not a, a carol I have yet sung. Although I tried to get our choir to do it the other day, and we just had a quick run through, and everyone thought it was a. I think the version we had was pretty tricky, lots of different parts coming in in different ways. Anyway, you'll know the tune. So, all these songs that you know, do sing along because I'll be singing. You won't be able to hear me, but I will. thought you might like that one. I'm sure you were singing along to it, weren't you? The lovely Academy of St. Martin in the Fields under the lovely St. Neville Mariner. It doesn't say who the singers are. I'm assuming the Academy of St. Martin in the Fields have their own choir because the poor singers did not get a credit there. <laughs> but we'll let them off. I don't know if you, uh, if you have um, certain Christmas films that you insist on watching. Uh, I think I might have, in fact, I did mention last week that my two sons, despite the age that they are, 29 and 30, <laughs> they love The at Christmas Carol. And I was talking to Lewis the other day, who's uh, he's, he's at university, so he came home a bit earlier. Richard's coming home tomorrow. Yay! And, um, and I sent saying to Lewis, you know, I said, have, have, have you seen the Muppet Christmas Oh, no, not yet, Mum. says, I, I don't know whether to watch it or whether to save myself or Richard or what to do. So I spoke to Richard yesterday. I said, OK, we've got a bit of a dilemma here. We have a situation here, people. Um, what do we do about them up at Christmas Carol? I said, you know, Lewis would like to watch it. I'd like to see it. And um, what do you think? And he said, oh, no, no, save it. Save it till I come home. <laughs> so I can see it's Christmas night. Once we've all stuffed ourselves with turkey and we've had one or two too many drinks, we're going to be parking ourselves in front of the telly. I'm watching A Muppet Christmas Carol. It, it is a really good film, and it is, of course, based on the fantastic Charles Dickens story, the, that wonderful story of, you know, even when you've lived not a great life, you can always turn things around, and that's always that's excellent, excellent news, isn't it? When you're fluffed up, you can always make it better. Anyway, so that's their, that's their favourite movie sorted out, so you know what, I'm going to be doing Christmas night. However... The one film that I cannot get them to watch and I insist on watching it and I have to watch it all by myself. So I'll have to wait until after they've gone. <laughs> it's a Wonderful Life. Because that's another story of redemption, isn't it? You know, where here's a guy who who thinks that his life isn't worth living and that the world would have been better off had he not been born. And then he gets his wish. And um, it's that thing that... Um, it's the old Robbie Burns thing, isn't it? Oh, what a gift that God will give us to see ourselves as others see us or to see us at all. And of course, here is a man who gets this amazing gift of even though he's living a, what he would consider a small little life in a small town in America, that he he made such a massive difference to people. And we don't know, do we? We don't know the effect that we have on others. So that's why I like it. And of course, it is a black and white film. But a few years ago, I got it uh, on DVD. And it was digitally remastered in colour. Well, I was astounded. <laughs> Because I had watched it for so many years in black and white, I could not believe that the Christmas tree was green. Anyway, here's—shall I play some music? I'll, I'll go on then. Um, here is the finale from that wonderful film, "It's a Wonderful Life." Dmitri Tionkin wrote all that lovely music. So even a bit of ode to joy thrown in at the end of that. Did you pick it up? Because we're not doing our usual Holy Trinity this evening, so um, I have got some Mozart later. But that's just because it's a it's a great piece of music that's Christmassy of which more, again, later. <laughs> I do give you these little teasers, don't I, of which more later. So you've got to listen to the whole show. And if you can't listen to the whole show, that's okay. Um, download me on podcast, carry me around in your pocket. I'm very happy to be carried around in your pocket and you can play me anytime you like. In fact, you can play any of our lovely presenters any time of the day or night because we're all on podcast. From Gavin with his 93,000 shows that he does every week. Or, yeah. <laughs> or, or is it just six? It's six shows a week. He's so busy. He's so busy. And we've got April that does her, you know, big energy dance show on a Friday. And we've got the lovely Anthony does his, um, fantastic jazz on a Wednesday. We've got our storyteller. We've got the, uh, the folky guys, Barry and Steve that do their Rob. who does his, I don't know whether he, we do the podcast actually for the sports show on a Saturday. Anyway, whatever. There's something for everyone. Have a look on our website. And while you're there, why don't you, Uh, text me a lovely message, click in the little box and send me a message and say, hey Denise, can you play Away in a Manger or whatever else it is? Always happy to play whatever you want. And... um If you're nowhere near your computer, you can text me anyway. 07565 825041. 07565 825041. And if you're quick, I might throw something in before the end of the show. Don't make it too loud at uh, past nine o'clock, so try and keep it a bit quieter. (laughs) You don't want this level of racket all night, do you? No. However, this is now. We're going to move on to... uh, We don't know that was a Christmassy one. It was sort of one from the movies, but also Christmassy. So... um, that was a bit of a cheat. I've got, I have got, think I've got at least one more like that in here. But never mind. Here's something else. We are going to play something now from um, I Love This Piece of Music. And I feel like sliding it in to the choir and saying, what do you think of this? And it's the most amazing piece of choral music. But it's actually from a game. And I, I do play it with, uh, I won't say boring regularity because I never get bored of this piece of music. But I have played it when it comes upon my little Rolodex. On its, uh, on, my, on its little carousel and up it comes it's, and it hasn't been played for a while. I think, yes, I've got to play that straight away. You know the one I speak of if you listen to my show on a regular basis? Dream of Flight, Sonia de Villay by Christopher Tin. That is just the most wonderful piece of music. I like most music, to be honest with you. And I sometimes play music in the office, and uh, and I say to the girls that I work, with, oh, I love this. So this is my favourite. And James said to me today, Denise, you say that about everything. <laughs> and to be fair. I do, but it just depends on the mood I'm in. You know, if something comes like, "Oh yeah, this is the," because if I'm in a certain mood, because um, I was listening to another classical radio station today, of which you know, there's more than one, isn't there? I'm not the only one, of course I'm not. Um, but I have played on more than one occasion this year. Even in July, I'm sure I played um, the first movement of Bach's Christmas Oratorio, Josef Frau Lockett. I haven't played it tonight because I I do play it ad nauseum, and I'm sure you're getting bored of it. I'm not. And it came on the radio today. I was like, oh, there, this is my favorite. And Jane goes, yep, yeah, yes, say it every time. <laughs> I can't help it. I just love loads of music. I like loads of different things. Anyway, uh, but today, my favorite show, Christmas show. Uh, so that was Christopher Tin and his music from the soundtrack of the game Civilization 6. Makes you feel like pe- picking up a computer and playing, doesn't it, really? Mind you, I'll probably be distracted by the music. I'll probably lose the game because I'll be too busy to listening. Oh, listen to that wonderful chord there! Oh, do do I'm, I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. So, shall we get on a sleigh and have a ride? Yeah, let's do that. We've got at least one. No, two. We've got at least two of these sleigh rides tonight. So you're going to need to wrap up one, Put your your, your fluffy hat on. That's a great piece of music, isn't it, Leroy Anderson's Sleigh Ride? There, and you just know the guy in the percussion section—he's doing the horse, the horse's hooves, isn't he? He's, doing his, he's probably got his coconuts out for that, and he's got that sort of whip crack, which is basically two pieces of uh, long pieces of wood hinged together. So as you as you slap them together, they make that cracking sound, don't they? It's just, it's <laughs> oh, a great piece of music. And if you were lucky enough to join uh, the Choral Society at their Christmas event uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you will have heard our lovely accompanist, Andy Benoit, do his rendition of that. Plus another mashup of a piece that he made up himself, which was absolutely very, very good. It's absolutely amazing. He's a very gifted guy and works very hard for the society, I have to say. So um, what have we got next? Now, this is a piece of music that I I, um, I played on my very first show. And uh, us girls, oh, I want to say, sorry, Sleigh Ride, Sleigh um, Ride. It was the Carl, Carl Davis with the Halle Orchestra. Sorry about that. I, I didn't give them a mention. They'll be banging the door down and saying, Denise, you never said it was us. It was them. It was Carl and the Halle. So moving on. So this is one of the tunes I played from, um, on my very first show. And I played it because it's an, there's a little interesting story behind it. It's um, it's the Danbusters Busters March by Eric Coates. And he modelled himself on uh, Elgar. And he was always trying to write a piece of music that would match, you know, Algar's, Algar's pomp and circumstance marches, those sorts of things. And the film producers <laughs> begged him, begged him, please, can we use this piece of music for, you know, our film? And he sort of, he, he didn't really want it to be a piece of film music. He really, really, really wanted it to be known as, you know, a pomp and circumstance piece. Anyway, they relented, but you can hear it. If you if you do listen to this, you can actually hear Algar. And if you think, if you know the pomp and circumstance stuff, you'll understand what uh, Coates was aiming for here you <sniffs> the band of the rf regiment there did you feel like throwing a kipper <laughs> of course you did shocks <laughs> away ginger <gasps> oh so great piece of music gets the gets the blood flowing doesn't it now here's a tune whether you are a fan of classical music or not well if you are you aren't why I listen to this show because it's not it's not difficult is it? it's not difficult to listen to my show it's called Happy Classics for a reason, because every classical piece of music I play puts a smile on your face, and this one definitely will. And it's the Bach Choir here. Now, I did say that, that I didn't have the Holy Trinity. We've already had a bit of Beethoven thrown in at the, end of, um, at the end of that piece of music for It's a Wonderful Life, didn't we? And here's a bit of Bach, and we will have a bit of Mozart later, so I'll just sort knock of them in sideways. But this is the Bach Choir, and everyone knows this. The Royal Philharmonic Orchestra are backing them up, and... I think John Russ is conducting a lot of them. Yes he is. And we've got plenty of John Russia on the show tonight. So uh he's he is Mr Christmas, isn't he? Anyway, here we go. The twelve days of Christmas, of course. Now, don't tell me that you didn't do the five gold rings. Thing. I'm sure you did. Everyone likes that one, don't they? <laughs> I like them all myself. But yes, the lovely bar choir being conducted by John Rutter with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra being the backing group. Now, tell me this and tell me no more. How many times have you seen, because we're back onto the film thing again, now, how many times have you seen The Great Escape? No, 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 no! I'm not going to play. I'm not playing that one. No, I have done in the past because <laughs> I mean I don't know how many times I've seen that film. It is it is a very good film. It's classic. It's generally on Boxing Day, isn't it? It's on somewhere. I'm pretty much sure with all the streaming services we've got now, it's probably on about 15 different streaming so ser- ser- servants. Oh, good grief! Services you could probably watch it um, all day every day if you wanted to, couldn't you? But that's not. Let's play. Let's play something similar, but not quite the same. Because Chicken Run, yes, you heard me, Chicken Run is based loosely around the whole um, getting the heck out of Dodge, isn't it really, escape thing. And if you listen to the main titles of it, Harry Gregson, Williams and John Powell, it sounds ever so like the great escape theme, doesn't it? I'll let you be the judge. They get away, those chickens. They don't want to get stuffed, do they? <laughs> you know, that's another film I haven't seen. Of course, I've, got, I've got the attention span of a gnat, I have to say. If a film doesn't grab me in the first five minutes, then I generally don't watch it. Um, but that's not one I've even sat down to watch because um, I've always got loads of other things to do than, than watch the telly. <gasps> So um, but that is that is not me disparaging people that do enjoy a good film because I do enjoy a film from time to time. But I just, you know, I just, I find that I'm just so busy, so busy. One of these days when I retire from either the radio show or my day job, maybe I'll have time to do more films. And then I catch up with that one because it looks like it's good fun because it's the Wallace and Gromit people, isn't it, that did it? Here's a film that I did watch, I have to say, because at the time... Um, So this is one where I'm I'm cheating because I've got Christmas going in, but it is also in in the in a film. And these are films that I did see because my boys were so hooked on the books, along with so many thousands, dare I say millions of other youngsters at the time who had to wait for each each single book of Harry Potter to come out. And uh, and this is the um, the very first one, The Philosopher's Stone, is the name of the book, The Sorcerer's Stone because I think with the film being marketed in America, I don't think Americans know what a philosopher is, or if they do know what it is, they probably can't say it. So they called it The Sorcerer's Stone, which of course will was not what the book was called But let's not be pedantic Too late I've been pedantic So <laughs> And the music for that film Of course Was um, Was was written up by John Williams And I've said Many a time in the past That I could literally Do a Christmas song Sorry Christmas uh, Show With every uh, Christmas carol Being from John Rutter And every piece of music For movies Coming from John Williams Because between the two Johns They've got the bases Covered well and truly Uh, However, I think this is the only one of John Williams we have in tonight, although we have got one or two of John Rutter's yet to come. So here we go. Christmas Hogwarts, of course. And uh, it's a lovely scene this. It's all very snowy, of course, and it's all very white and lovely. And uh, it's Christmas now. Oh, the Hogwarts ghosts getting a look in there. It's, it's Christmas time seems to be the uh, the time for ghost stories as well. I mean, notwithstanding, we've had uh, Halloween. But you, if you think about Dickens' Christmas Carol, if we go back to that, you know, there's four ghosts appear in that, isn't there? So, uh, yes, it is a time for ghost stories. My grandson loves them. And when, <laughs> I think I'm the only person that talks about ghosts to him. I, I'm a bit sort of... I do have some weird interests. I, I like the esoterical. I like astrology, funnily enough. And uh, for those of you that are struggling (laughs) and thinking, why isn't the tech working? Uh, And I have had some dreadful issues with tech uh, yesterday and today. It's gone pear-shaped. It went pear-shaped on Saturday. It's just all sorts going on. And that, my darling listeners, is because Mercury is retrograde. (laughs) And for those of you that haven't got a clue what that means, what it means is that Mercury seems to be going backwards in the sky and Mercury being the planet of communications, uh, if things are going backwards, they ain't going forwards, are they? <laughs> so if you're going to be out and about and, and it's, it's to do with cars and driving and everything else and, you know, anything to do with connectivity, if things are going pear-shaped, you can blame your computer, but you might, you might blame Mercury as well. And I know it sounds a bit daft. I know people think, um, my, my youngest, being a mathematician, he goes, it's a load of nonsense, mum, it's a load of nonsense and um but i have to say i've been doing a course of study this year on 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 uh, astrology not least because i've always had an interest in it and uh, and something happened to me a little while ago that made me think really that can't be the case can it and i've been looking more closely at it, and it's amazing How many ancient civilizations all came to the same conclusions with regards to what was happening in the heavens? So who knows? Listen up and maybe I'll drop the occasional um, little bit of astrology uh, folklore or even some facts into the show from time to time. But here you go. Mercury's retrograde. It isn't going forward in the skies now until January the 1st. So best we all batten down the hatches, stuff ourselves with Turkey and not go anywhere. And just pray that your Netflix subscription doesn't blow up. (laughs) oh dear, dear, dear. now I did say other things from other games excuse me for a moment <coughs> oh dear I've got a little, a little frog list in my throat so um, now this is a game tune and I've never heard this before but my son Lewis who's at home at the moment I did mention him he's a great gamer and he's, he's got me into computer games as well the little tinker and uh, but this is a fantastic piece of music so what do you think and I'll tell you what it is on the other side What do you think of that that's the first time i've played that piece of music but i've listened to it a couple of times this week um and it's called the other promise from a game called kingdom hearts and the composer of that music was yoko shimomura a lot of the um a lot of the games are of course developed in in japan i think that's absolutely gorgeous the only thing because my dodgy sense of humor is what was the what was the first promise if this is the other one and were well, they both kept which of course is the most important thing but I just think that's absolutely delightful, very sweeping, lots of piano, love it all. Now, John Rutter makes another uh, another appearance, and I think I've got at least one of the more. Yes, I do, another one of his later, but let's go with this one. I do believe that John Rutter wrote this when he was still a teenager, and I think it was one of his first <coughs> published uh, carols. And so he's been writing Christmas music for a very, very long time. So here he is with his own Cambridge Singers. And it is The Star Carol. just a fantastic piece of christmas music and a, and a modern classic don't you think the star carol love it now here's something from the telly i think this is the longest piece of music on the show tonight because of course they are quite short with them being carols and songs and things and i could play some of the big the longer mashups um of the the, the um, christmas songs but you know there's just so many different bits of music i'm just trying to squeeze bits in and cramming them all in which is nice um and of course sometimes when i play my regular show you can have pieces of classical music that can last you know eight ten twelve minutes i try not to play too many of those because i have only got two hours so there's not i I do want to sort of keep the the show moving along (laughs) and i want to do some chat (laughs) so my uh, my colleagues jane and lynn when we're all in the office together it's, it's a miracle we get any work done we do we actually we do actually bomb through what we need to do but uh we do we do enjoy each other's company and um and we do plenty of chat. It's it's lovely and uh, I think you can, you know, if you work in a serious job, which we do in the day, you know, you you don't want to be that serious while you're doing it, do you? Because you know you've got to make sure you do the job, but you don't want to be uh you need to, you need to be a bit light from time to time. And I have to say. Those two girls that work with me—they are just the best, <laughs> just fantastic. So Jane and I were in today, and we were both sort of, you know, would would get our heads down, and then one of us would go and make a cup of tea, and then it would take twenty minutes to, <laughs> to to actually get back to work. But that's okay because, as I say, we we got stuff done. It's all good. So uh, I hope whoever you work with that, that you enjoy their company because, and as I always said to my two lads, you know, it's you spend too many waking hours in your job not to enjoy what you do, and uh, and you've got to spend that time with people, haven't you? So you better make sure that the people you work with are the kind that you like or else just slowly drift away and find something else to do. That's what I say. Anyway, I am very fortunate in that I love my job and I have some great colleagues and I love coming up here every Thursday night to do this show as well. So life's great, isn't it? But here's a piece of music from the telly. And this this was big. I mean, this was big at the time and they've even made a couple of films since. Of course, Downton Abbey, Downton Abbey that wonderful brilliant series I did love it when it was on the telly and that was one I did actually turn up and watch it back in the day back in there you had to be in on a Sunday night to watch it Do you remember that <laughs> and that was the Downton Abbey suite and uh the soundtrack orchestra was playing that doesn't say who was conducting bless his little heart or her little heart whoever it was they did a great job now I'm going to go and pick up my eldest son tomorrow so I've got to drive to Oxford and um so I thought I can't not include, because we get a load of stuff from the, the Cambridge singers, don't we? Because uh, John Ross is based in Cambridge, so we get a lot of the carols from King's College, Cambridge. But here is the Oxford Trinity Choir now. I've got to get back for the other side occasionally, and they're going to sing, just for your delight and delectation, God rest ye merry gentlemen. Oh, yes. of comfort and joy. That sounds like proper um, old English, Victorian English um, carol, doesn't it? I think, I think I have a sneaking suspicion that that's the first piece of music that you hit on the Muppet Christmas carol, of which I waxed lyrically earlier. A ah, bit of swashbuckling now. You've got to swash buckle if you get the chance. <laughs> Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Michael Kamen's music. I think this is a great piece of music. And uh, yeah, and Kevin Costner didn't do too bad a job. In in the film, I think, uh, yeah, with an American accent. Well, whatever. It was still a good film, and uh, that is one definitely one that I have seen, and I've watched it a couple of times since, mainly because the kids have been watching it or something. But yes, here we go. Let's go and get our bows and arrows and go and uh, we'll leave some rich people of their money. Did you get the baddie i hope you did i know robin hood did and he got the girl as well Well, he did in that film the cinematic symphony orchestra who knew there was such a thing well that there it is but it doesn't say who the conductor was so you can make up your own if you like I did say earlier on that we didn't have our formal Holy Trinity, but we had a bit of Beethoven, we've had a bit of Bach, and now we've got a bit of, of Mozart. And this is Leopold Mozart, father of, father of the wonderful Wolfgang. And this is his musical sleigh ride. Did, 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 did. I did say that there was going to be another sleigh ride, didn't I? Here it is. Yeah. And Stadelmeyer was conducting the Munich Chamber Orchestra. there, and there was another percussionist there doing that thing with the um making the whip cracking sounds with the bits of wood. Did you hear him? Of course you did. Now, what have we got? Oh, we've got now we've got a Disney film. <laughs> Everyone loves a bit of Disney, and i was out I was out down the pub last night with the youngest who, as I say, is still at university, and uh, Bob our lovely, the illustrious leader. Not that this is North Korea, but our illustrious leader here at Valley Radio put his hand in his pocket for the staff Christmas party. Well, it wasn't a party. We went down the pub and had a couple of uh, couple of drinks, really. It was lovely. Not often we get all the presenters together. I and mean, we, we couldn't all make it, but there were plenty of us there to get together and have a little chat and swap stories. And um, to, Rod turned up with uh, a, a wonderful sweatshirt on, which was a bright yellowy orange, like egg yolk yellowy orange with um, a fantastic picture of Tigger on the front of it. <laughs> and uh, for those of you that listen on a regular basis, I've ever talk about April that does a high energy show. I think she's like Tigger on speed. I don't know where she gets her energy from that girl. I'd like some of it myself. I think she's nicked some of mine. Anyway, so there's, there's Rob with his Tigger on. And there's Lewis, my youngest, with a T-shirt, which has got... Um, I think it's like 12 Hours of Disney or something whatever it was all night or an all-night Disney when he when he turned around he had all these films that they watched all in one go at university and they used to do this on a regular basis at university they would, they would do an all-nighter for uh, Lord of the Rings or an all-nighter for Indiana Jones and all those films and then they, they did this Disney one so you watched loads of them then anyway he didn't watch this one because it wasn't out at the time Beauty and the Beast such a lovely lovely story isn't it another story about redemption isn't it there's lots of it about this time of the year but here's the Royal Film now with um, with a lovely version of the the theme tune Oh, that's delightful, isn't it? Beauty and the Beast. It's a great story. Another little mashup now, but it's not a very long mashup. It's only four minutes. And it says, lovely are you, sisters? And they're very clever, aren't they, with their violins? And they're just lovely. So they are joined by the Royal Scottish National Orchestra, all conducted by Paul Campbell, on their delicious Christmas fantasy. great isn't it and I often say that the violin isn't my favourite instrument and it isn't but you have to say that's just lovely the way that the Ayub sisters have done that something else from the television now and uh, this is very evocative you can't you can't hear this without thinking of uh, is it, was it James Rennie McIntosh the, the guy that did all the 1920s Art Deco stuff because of course Poirot was of course set in that era and uh, the TV series was just so good in terms of the art direction and everything, and whoever did all the backgrounds and the, the costumes, they, they really evoked that 1920s era incredibly well. Here's the music for it London Music Works is going to play us the theme tune from Poirot right now. <laughs> Oh, very good. Very evocative of the 1920s. And we're back to John Rutter. I think this is our last one of his. I do believe it is. Yes, it is. Oh, no, it isn't. I lied. I don't think... Yes, I think I think we might have two more. But this is one that uh, is composed by John Rutter. I think then the, the next one may well be that it's just the choir of King's College singing. But this one is definitely uh, John Rutter's own work. And this is from his Christmas album of which I had a copy when when CDs were a thing, but now you can stream everything, so it doesn't really matter. But the Cambridge singers are joining him on his beautiful, beautiful Christmas carol, What Sweeter Music. That's absolutely divine. I just think that's gorgeous. I hope you did as well. Getting to the quieter end of the show now and things get a bit more, well, relaxed. Um, having said that, this bit isn't too super relaxed because it's a theme tune from a, a police show. <laughs> now, I, did, I do love the Morse series and I often play the theme tune from Morse, uh, but this is the spin-off, uh, the theme tune from Lewis. Nothing to do with my son. Uh, But here we go. The City of Prague Philharmonic Orchestra. I'm going to play that theme tune for you now. and something else is shot in Oxford isn't it so uh, where I'll be tomorrow night hopefully hope it doesn't take me too long to get there but I am leaving very late so hopefully the worst of the traffic is going to be over we'll see wish I could do this to get there walking in the air <laughs> you always get stuck around Bristol don't you but never mind here's uh, a beautiful piano version of that beautiful beautiful tune And, uh, well, it's just gorgeous, isn't it? And it's another modern classic, just gorgeous. Made famous, of course, by Ali Jones. But here we go. Piano. Oh, it's a great version, isn't it? Just a clean piano, walking in the air, just gorgeous. And now I've got a piece of music. I think it's pretty much just vocal, I think it is. I don't think there's any music behind it. I love an a cappella piece of music. I could be wrong. I can't remember, but I know this is Votches 8, and they are going to sing. um, Is this really... It's a theme tune from the television, from Harry's Game. And um, it's almost folky, really, because of course Watchers Eight. Think they're just they're just an acapella group mostly, but this is very. This sounds very sort of folky, Irish folk. Anyway, let's just play it anyway because it is gorgeous, and I just love just the human voice. Absolutely exquisite, isn't it? I don't know how they do it. And you, did you hear that? The guy with the the bass voice, just underpinning everything else, just absolutely amazing. And there was an instrument in there. I thought there was, but I couldn't place it. So it sounded like some sort of medieval instrument, didn't it? Some sort of wooden instrument. And now, just a very, very gorgeous carol, the Coventry Carol. And this is uh, the Choir of King's College. Cambridge but under Sir David Wilcox this time not the lovely John Rutter and this is just this is just my favourite part of my favourite show just the the gorgeous stuff at the end please 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 enjoy this it's just so beautiful Just beautiful, isn't it? Can't fault it. Let's have some brass now. And this is a song or a tune from one of my very favourite films, which is Meet Me in St. Louis. And they have a gorgeous Christmas scene towards the end, don't they? And there's that little bit where um, Judy Garland goes out to play in the snow with her sister. They don't want to move from the house and they get very distressed. Anyway, Judy Garland calms down her little sister with this beautiful song. But we're going to hear it just now. With breath. Have yourself a merry little Christmas, and I really hope you do. That was the Dallas Wind Symphony under Jerry Junkin. So, what a lovely message that is to end my show with. We've got one more, and it's not from me; it's from Gabriel. It's Gabriel's message, which is just the most. Well, is it my favourite carol? I don't know. I love them all, but it's it's a beautiful one to play out on ever so quiet, and will hopefully send you off to a peaceful, very late evening. I hope you will join me next Thursday. I will be live here next Thursday with my show. We'll be the side of Christmas. So I hope whatever it is that you do, that you have a happy and peaceful Christmas and that you are looking forward to a positive 2024.